I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we've got a possible skinwalker Ooh, story. Oh, I like it. Did you know you're not even supposed to say skinwalker? No. Is yeah. that bad luck or something? It is. It's, it might. You might get haunted by one? Yeah, skinwalker, absolutely. Skinwalker, skinwalker. Stop it. Don't do that. It's coming to your house, not mine. <laughs> oh. Okay, and we're also going to have to talk about this uh, soul phone TikTok that we I'm just shared. pretty pumped about this. Is it bad that I always want to say soul? glow do you remember coming to america oh my god yeah i keep wanting it but that's not it it's a soul phone which will allegedly one day allow us to talk to the dead i'm here for it i'm excited yeah, so me yes too. where do we sign up all coming up first we have to thank our latest patron shira Bowie. and shira if i'm saying your name wrong i'm sorry please let me know also congratulations to sharon corcoran who Woo! just won the haunted day of squad goals t-shirt that we gave away over on patreon so um i promise i'm going to send it eventually it has not been sent yet, <laughs> but it will. It's but it, on the way in the next three months. It will be sent. Um, <laughs> if you aren't a patron, it's only $5 a month for exclusive content and Yay. now with freebies. Ah. So find that at patreon.com backslash haunted AF. Uh, real quick, we started something new on TikTok. So if you're not following us on TikTok, you need to absolutely do so now to see us being dicks <laughs> <laughs> basically what we're doing is we're finding videos that we think are i guess bogus ghost stories or mm-hmm. paranormal type situations or yep. whatever and we're ripping them to shreds and last week we did one about this guy who had these weird shadowy puppet looking things that were sneaking in and out from the side of the bedroom and of course julie and i just debunked the shit out yes, of it, it did. <laughs> and not that i mean there was it just looked dumb you know it did it just didn't look real in any way shape or form it wasn't one of those where you're like oh well there's the fishing line it wasn't that it just looked stupid it looked like really really bad special effects yep so yeah if you see something you're like oh i need to please send it to us because uh haunted af podcast at gmail.com yeah or if you just see something on tiktok Mm -hmm. or instagram just you know tag us at haunted af pod or whatever our (laughs) whatever our handle is i don't know what ours is either Uh, it it all depends but definitely tag us at any of those places so we can jump on that stuff uh we got a quick update about last week's story this plane isn't moving that whole discussion and all of those tiktoks i love how after we talked about it i'm not even kidding you i had like 25 things pop up in my instagram at random really of the plane things because they're listening to yeah, us yeah they are totally <laughs> um it's all related the balloons <laughs> i have I know. the airplane we're so paranoid we're so paranoid i do have to say that when i was editing the episode and i was pulling up the tiktoks and looking at all of them yeah. I, I started feeling really dumb like i just <laughs> When you look at it, you know better. Yeah. You know that, no, you're driving one way. The plane is going the other that way. That has to be the only reason. It has to be. It just feels so dumb to think that it's a plane actually just standing still in the sky. But yeah. seriously, in the moment when you're looking at it, you're like, damn, that thing isn't moving. So uh, what we got multiple comments on that. And this is from Heath. 
Hey, Rebecca, this is Heath. So your story on season nine, episode four, where the guy was talking about seeing an airplane that was just hovering. Guy. Had a similar story. Earlier this week, I'm leaving a funeral after a viewing. As I went closer to Alliance Airport, I noticed there's an aircraft that is hovering. There's aircraft that can hover while there are propellers that flip up. They go from horizontal to vertical and they can hover like that. That is usually a uh, marine aircraft, but I did not see that on this aircraft where the where the wings can tilt to where it can hover. It was just a regular airplane where it's just hovering though. I don't know what the explanation is on that, but I want to say that I saw that as well. So I don't know. Y'all were talking about the headwind. It wasn't as windy on Monday. So just want to say I saw that as well. Thank y'all. Enjoy the podcast. Y'all be safe and stay haunted. Thank you, Heath. And this is Julie speaking, the other person. The other, yeah, not there, the guy talking there, about I, the planes. There is, but no, thank you for that, Heath. I just had a thought. You know, they have this group of guys with the remote control airplane, but they're not small. They're like three to six feet long. Is there a possibility that it could have been one of those type airplanes? No, this was a large passenger plane. So I, but if you look at some of the YouTube videos of the remote control ones, they look like they're large passenger planes in the sky. And then when they hit the ground, you're like, oh, Oh my god it's small right but that's all perception i know like that's Could more that have been okay i'll say yes it's possible anything is possible i'm just trying um, to come up with a logical explanation that doesn't make us feel crazy i don't feel crazy i feel stupid uh, well <laughs> stupid is the, another word for crazy so uh, <laughs> we also got this from tony who says hey ladies just listen to this week's episode you're my favorite podcast oh thank you so my floating plane story i live in new jersey and frequently pass by lakehurst air base that's the site of the hindenburg crash cool. oh wow um this particular day, I'm passing by Lakehurst and I see a plane in the sky just hovering. I called my husband and was like, holy shit, this is so weird. This plane is just floating. It's not moving. And he very calmly says, oh, you're going by Lakehurst, right? Huh. It's a Harrier jet. Well, I looked it up and yep, that's exactly what it was. But boy, did it look freaky. So I don't know if what you saw was that, but maybe it's an explanation. And again, that's from Tony. So Tony, I am aware that there are planes that can hover. Sure. There's the Harrier. There's an uh, Osprey. There's a Russian Yak, which I guess they retired those back in the 70s. And there's another one called the F-35B Lightning II. What I saw was not a military jet. Interesting. It was too big. And if you look at the TikToks, all of those are not military. Now, there is one that I saw that was clearly like a two-seater prop plane mm-hmm. that appeared to be struggling with headwinds. Again, I feel real stupid talking about it. <laughs> Yet here we are talking about it. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it everybody calling or writing in with their I saw a plane yeah. sitting completely still stories because it is wild when you see it. it don't feels... feel stupid. This is a safe space. Well, thank you. You're I appreciate welcome. that. You're welcome. All right. So our next story comes from Claire. It was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I love it. She actually wrote that. Yeah, she did. Uh, it was especially clear moonlit summer's eve about 20 years ago. I was 16 and my cousin AJ was 20. Her husband was asleep in the back seat. We were driving over La Veta Pass, Colorado, and it was pretty late. We had not been drinking, nor were we under the influence of anything at all. I feel like that's funny that we have to clarify that. I know. I I still don't believe you. Yeah. Um, We don't have a history of mental illness or medical conditions that would have caused hallucinations. Okay. We were chatting about life in general and had been for hours when we both screamed simultaneously. A large man appeared running at the passenger side of the car from the ditch. He was waving his arms frantically like he needed help. AJ swerved to avoid hitting him and slammed on the brakes. 
We didn't come to a full stop, but we were moving very slowly, expecting the man to approach us. By this point, her husband was wide awake and bewildered, asking what the hell was going on. When we turned around to see where he went, however, he was nowhere to be found. We drove around to see if we could spot a wreck or anything at all that would hint at his whereabouts or why he'd be running into traffic on a remote mountain pass in the middle of the night. All great questions, Mm -hmm. right? We drove slowly and long enough that if this had been a living human attempting to approach us, they would have been able to. He had simply vanished. To this day, it gives me the creeps. Prior to this incident, I said that I'd only believe in the paranormal if I saw it for myself. Well, here we are. <laughs> Keep up the lovely work, ladies. Claire. Ooh, I like that story. That's a fantastic story. So the only reason that sounds Skinwalker-ish to me is just it's always the thing running down the side of the road. Right. Yeah, but the whole vanishing. Yeah, and, like and trying just to, nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no explanation of what it was. I ah. love that. All right, so this next story comes from Frankie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Rebecca. It's Frankie with another great ghost story from Cal State Monterey Bay slash Fort Ord. As you know, the university was built on what used to be uh, Fort Ord. So it's really spooky with the coastal fog, the crooked trees, the abandoned barracks, and ghost stories from staff, faculty, and students. I was a freshman and I was getting home from work pretty late. I came home to an empty dorm room, thankfully, and got in bed. When I'm ready to go to bed, I'll just sort of stare off into space and count sheep. I was just kind of staring off into that void when I saw this blur start to form. I rubbed my eyes and when I opened them, it seemed actually bigger and that it was forming a shape. I can make out a full bodied apparition of a man in tattered military uniform hanging from a noose. His neck was broken and his eyes were hollow, but the way his neck was broken and his figure was facing me, it seemed as though he was staring at me and it was just very, very spooky. I was hysterical. I jumped out of bed and wrapped my blanket around me and held my breath. I held my breath because I thought, well, you could like inhale this ghost or his spirit could possess you if you breathe it in. But I held my breath and just ran right through him. I don't know what I expected to feel, but I just felt like emptiness, cold and clamminess passed through me and I was just scared shitless. I did not sleep in that room for at least two to three weeks. I got a temporary boyfriend and only Ah. came back during the day to get my clothes or change and get my school supplies. I didn't even look into the backstory or anything. I just didn't want to know. A number of things like that happened to students, and that was my first one. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Frankie. Oh, that was such a good story. I feel like that's the first time we've had one where somebody kind of felt it, like went through it. Yes, and she was very descriptive about it. And I'm like, oh, it's so clammy. Clammy. All right, so this next story comes from Dylan in Scotland. He says, this happened on the 26th of February. So recently, around 3.30 a.m., I'm lying in bed cuddling with my partner. Very Mm. sweet. My eyes were heavy and I was a bit sleepy, but I could still hear everything that was going on in the room. A couple of minutes passed while my partner watched TV when in my right ear... I heard what sounded like a female voice whispering to me. I couldn't understand what she was saying, so I just laid there, kind of freaked out. Mm -hmm. It sounded like it was getting louder, so I opened my eyes and lifted my head, and it all came to a stop. I felt pretty weird about it. 
And I rubbed my right ear, which was cold. Ew. Yeah. My room was super warm. None of the windows were open and I was under a blanket. So not sure why I would be cold. I told my partner and she asked, are you okay? <laughs> I felt fine. I was just creeped out. Again, that's from Dylan. <laughs> so casual about it at the end. I, I felt fine. I was just creeped out. I kind of feel like that's not what she was asking. No, you know? not at all. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Do I need to call somebody? Right. <laughs> all right. So this next story comes from Matthew and we, We've gotten a few stories from Matthew so far. You'll you'll recognize him here in a second. Hi guys, this is Matt from Oregon again. I have another story for you about the house I used to live in. The same house where I heard the crow that spoke to me. That um, guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyone who didn't hear that episode is going to think I'm crazy without context. But yeah, another story about that house. Um, unfortunately, one night, a tree that was right outside the house was struck by lightning and crashed down into the house and pretty much almost demolished the whole thing. Dang. But just before that happened, I was sleeping in my bedroom and I woke up panicked. I don't know. I don't, didn't know why I was panicked. I woke up panicked and I audibly heard somebody say, get out of here. Just like that super creepy, demonic, forceful like that. Get out of here. So, you know, without thinking, I jump out of bed, you know, wearing my underwear and run out the front door. And as I get out onto the porch, I just hear a huge boom and I turn around and that was the tree hitting the house. And I lived there with three roommates, a couple and another single guy. And mine was the only bedroom that got hit by the tree. Other than that, the tree hit, you know, the kitchen, the living room, common areas. But none of my roommates' bedrooms were hurt at all. So fortunately, you know, they were fine. But I'm not sure I would have been if I'd stayed in my room. So I don't know what happened. You know, a a demon saved me that night. But, you know, thanks for that, Mr. Demon. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Demon. Yeah, thanks, good guy demon. I feel like the demon would want you to die. It couldn't have been a demon, could it? What a helpful demon. Right, that's so sweet. Maybe he's trying to turn. And and Matt, this was the first story of his that I listened to. So when he was like, oh, the crow was talking to me, I was like, oh, hell. <laughs> We're going to be able to use any of these, yeah. this guy. But I loved his story. Okay, so if you missed it, we shared a TikTok. This came to us from the Studley Dudley Muffin Man, Ooh, who it. is really great. He sends us stuff all the time. So if you missed it, here's the soul phone not soul glow story all right y'all it's official scientists at the university of arizona's laboratory for advances in consciousness and health are saying as of january 2021 it can be said that life after death has been definitively demonstrated scientifically they're just waiting on another lab to replicate the existing data and they are developing a line of technology to communicate with the dead The soul phone refers to integrative technologies for communicating with post-material persons and are being developed by Dr. Gary Schwartz and his team at the University of Arizona. They also anticipate the creation of a soul keyboard, which would allow you to text just like you can now with your cell phone, only with loved ones that have changed worlds. They also anticipate developing a soul video device, which will allow both video and audio visits. That sounds awesome. <laughs> the First of all, can my grandma understand this technology from heaven? Because <laughs> she was not good with a cell phone here on earth. <laughs> the comments on this are actually better than the TikTok of itself. Of course they are. Yeah, because it's like, 
why is my grandma going to be able to figure this out when she couldn't figure out how to set the time on her VCR in the 80s? Great question. So, um, and just a disclaimer, we're not saying we believe in this. Like, this is super- I want to, though. I really want to believe in this. Yeah, this is super woo-woo even for us. Totally. But when I saw this TikTok, I was like, tell me more. I need to hear more about this. This is amazing. So I looked into it. It is a real damn thing. So the soul phone is a real thing. This uh, research is real. It looks like it's headed up by this guy. He is a professor at the University of Arizona, still teaching classes there. So he has degrees and such. Yes, he has degrees. He has published all kinds of papers. That's why he works at the university. But he's really into afterlife studies. And uh, I have sent him an email. Please, please, (laughs) please make this happen. Lord, if you can hear me from my soul phone. (laughs) I wrote, I was like, look, I can't imagine he sees an email email from Haunted AF. And thinks, oh, well, I'll definitely go on their show. Right. It's like, oh, these two podcast bitches. (laughs) They seem legit. Yeah. I said, look, we, you know, we joke around, but we will be respectful about this. We just want to hear more about it. So I've got links. You can go look at all all of this. And again, there is some wild woo woo stuff going on here. I can't endorse a lot of this stuff because I'm like, what? I don't even know what that means. No, put, put a soul phone in my hand and then I'll endorse it all day. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, and here, Here's another thing. Most of the articles that I found were in like 2015. Okay. So uh, the TikTok makes it sound like we're real close to something like this actually but happening, not. but this is just, uh, it, it's clickbait ultimately, mm. you know, it's been floating around out there for a long time, but when you look at it, it's like, damn, these are real people. This is real research. They're still raising money to try to make their soul phone happen. How much are they going to charge us? Is it going to be like Bezos, a million dollars to go to space? Yeah. Like, am I going to need a million dollars to buy a soul phone? Are Talk you going to have to drill holes in my head and plug my soul phone <laughs> into it? Like, how <laughs> does this even happen? That's a great question. Yeah. How, how do in- we know where the lines are connecting? What if I get somebody else's grandma? Why do I trust this? This is probably why Dr. Schwartz is not going to call us. You're exactly right. Now you have a story. All right. So this next story comes from Amelia. Love that name. Uh, This one's about my grandfather, whom we called Grumpy because he looked just like Grumpy from Snow White. He was also low-key fairly grumpy. (laughs) Well, of course, and worked for the Chicago mob. Whoa. So he came off as a tough guy, but was a softy when it came to his great grandkids. Growing up, Grumpy was known for giving pinches to the girls in the family that he called Bee bites. Grandpa. They were quick little pinches as you walked that never failed to make you scream. <laughs> He'd have a smirk on his face when he knew he got you good. I bet he did. I know. He was also known for watching Rush Limbaugh every <laughs> single night or listening to news on his beloved Bose sound system, which Ooh. he adored. That's fancy. Yeah. Which he adored and took everywhere with him, even when it no longer worked. <laughs> Why take it with you if it's not working, I don't Gramps? know, but I love Grumpy. I do too. In 2017, his health took a turn for the worse. We knew his time was coming when he started to see the boy that he claimed sat by his bedside in the mornings. This same boy showed up before my grandma and grandpa passed away too. Well, Grumpy died peacefully a few days after the boy showed up. Not long after, I was at my grandparents' house to clean for them. I was in the kitchen when I heard voices in my grandma's room. I checked and found it was the Bose sound system playing Fox News, even though it was unplugged and sitting in a box on the dresser. That's fantastic. So good. And I've got a (laughs) snot running out my nose really quick. (laughs) Do you need a tissue? No, I got it. Okay. My hands will work just fine, Julie. (laughs) 
I slammed the bedroom door pretty hard as I got out of there. Later that night, my mom was picking up her cat's toys when she shrieked and stood straight up. Bee bite. Yeah. She said it felt like someone had given her a bee bite. After that, it was quiet until mom and grandma moved out. Fast forward to 2021 when my mom gave Grumpy's favorite hat to one of my sons. That child proceeded to wear it every single day. Smart kid. Shortly after, I was doing laundry when my youngest came into my room saying, Grumpy, Grumpy, like he was looking for something. Then he said, oh, hi, Grumpy, Uh, uh, while looking directly into the closet. Then he laughed and walked out all normal, like he didn't just scare the soul out of my body. Oh, and this child was born three years after Grumpy died. Oh. Amelia. So Grumpy's hanging out. Sure as shit. Grumpy is hanging out in the closet. <laughs> why did Pinching they hi- butts. Yeah. Why did they always hide in the closet? That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody can see you. You can go anywhere. Right. Okay. Here's a picture of her son wearing Grumpy's hat. Cute. And there's Grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Grumpy's hard. Grumpy is hard. He earned that name. Oh, I love it. So I know you guys want to see those pictures. Um, We are going to post Grumpy and the picture of the little boy in the hat and the companion blog. This is episode five, season eight. Go find it at hauntedaf.com. Yeah, and while you're looking around at hauntedaf.com, please check out all of our social medias. Uh, We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you see that hashtag hauntedaf page, um, do not follow it. It is not us. It is not related to us. First of all, our Facebook page is public, so you don't have to send a request. Correct. There's a picture of us there. Somebody actually sent uh, an email recently and they were like, oh, I'm thinking of you guys. I'm wearing my... I'm wearing my Krampus sweatshirt. And I oh, was like, Oh no, we, we don't, don't have a Krampus sweatshirt. We don't have a Krampus sweatshirt. Do you and want I feel, me to steal all their logos <laughs> no. and put them on ours? Because oh I will. No, but they've got a lot of followers over there and it yeah, pisses me not, off. It, that, no, That's not yeah. us. Um, and send us those stories. We've been getting great videos. You guys have been awesome sending videos this season. Keep them coming. You can film yourself. You can play around with the voice memo on your phone or just write it all down. We're yep. fine reading it as well. Send that good stuff to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it in season nine of Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 